Welcome to another edition of We Want to Talk About It Now. We have Katie and Alex on today, and we're talking about Katie and Alex type things. It's been a long time since I've done a podcast that wasn't basketball related, so it's good to be back, everybody. And I'm going to give you my um, undesired, unasked for opinion to everybody right now about all of the different uh, things that have been going on over the last like year. I, I honestly can't remember the last time I talked, but I feel like a lot of things have happened. I'm like... Why can't people just calm down more than anything? I guess it's because we went through the election. We're going, we were going through the pandemic and just everybody has like these opinions on everything, myself included. But what is weird is the more that I think about it, who is to say who is wrong and who is not wrong? And I know most people are going to be like, well, science. I'm like, yeah, but it's only when science supports your opinion. Whether you be left or right, the only time that science is ever used as a true barometer, and science can be flawed. There's no like perfect scientific studies. It's not like first time we tried to uh, create penicillin, we created it. It was like over time. Every single thing takes time to like perfect it. It's not just right away. And so when people are, oh, this doesn't come across as like anti-vax or anything like that. When people are just like, it is 100% safe. And then I know there are people like, well, nobody ever said it was 100% safe. Yeah, but like people are taking risks on a vaccine that was created. And this is not even what the thing was about that I want to talk about. But like <laughs> the vaccine, obviously, like all vaccines, is going to have like problems here and there. So you can't just like be mad at somebody if they don't want to take it. Like, or if they do want to. Or like, if they do. Yeah. yeah. And also, yeah, don't get mad at people who do want to go and take it if they want to take it. I don't see why it matters. And then Alex, I, this is kind of where the crux of where I wanted to go was anyways. But why does it matter? It really doesn't. Like nothing, nothing is going to change. <laughs> I don't know if that's like really pessimistic or depressing, but nothing that anyone says or do, especially in a single individual, is going to change anything from happening. I think it's that thing that I always struggle with talking with people that they're just like, well, shouldn't we always be striving to get better? And my response now, it used to be like, yeah, of course we should. My response now is like, who's the judge of what is better? Mm -hmm. I know that this is not like an original thought or anything. Like essentially that's all nihilist believes. Like nothing matters. Nothing is really, really important. And And with that though, it's like who's right and who's wrong when it comes to being better? Like. Some people think that this is right and other people think that that's right. So because what do you do if you want to be better? It just, it's, it all has to do with the eye of the beholder, like the person that's doing it well, to make you, them feel better or not. If you just think about how hard it is to convince people of things that are scientifically proven, and I'm going to be honest, I don't know what things are scientifically proven. I'm taking the science, it's, it's, it's always, it's, it's always insulting, funny, ah, la, la. it's always sunny in Philadelphia is essentially what I'm talking about right now, where Mac, who is on the Christian side, and then Dennis, who's on like the atheist side, Mac goes, okay, so what of these studies have you read? And Dennis goes, mm, well, none really, but you know, they're scientists, they're smart. So it's like, so let me get this straight. Something that you've never seen before or talked to before, you're taking it on faith that what they're telling you is true and correct. Because if I was being a betting man, and I just know this for myself. I don't look, I don't read studies as much as I want to pretend like I do. And you could essentially you'd be like, all right, so the last two and a half years of, of your podcast, we could just go back and delete a bunch of things because you come across very, very absolute in your assessment of things. And that is true. 
but that's what's great about like growing up and realizing more and more what things are important to you and which things aren't. So anyways, getting back to the Mac versus Dennis thing. I know that there are people who have read the studies. Like I know that those people exist as well. Just like there are people exist who've really read scripture, just like those there are people who have really read all tabloids. Like there is a small pocket of people that are always going to exist that have done every single possible thing. There's very few things that are new. I read studies sometimes like for fun. <laughs> but then the problem becomes with studies and I don't want to be like poo-poo on science right now is there's plenty of flawed studies. There's plenty of studies that have been shown to be have falsified data and there's plenty of studies where people have just effed with someone, created a 100% false study to prove a point for someone's political agenda that everybody falls for and then they go, "Oh yeah, we just made it up." And you guys have all been touting this on different news outlets as like honest to god truthfulness and they were able to get it into publications, get it published, and people bought into it. Or the opposite, where people don't believe a study because it doesn't, or it's like not important. That sucks too. Or like this happened a few years ago where they had a study, like before COVID happened, they had like a study that was like supposed to be released. And they're like, why are we going to release this? This isn't applicable right now. Like, and now it is applicable. So that's what they were able to like create the, um, the vaccine. Vaccine. Oh, from. like the mRNA Like it wasn't stuff. the same exact, like, strain but it was a strain that could have helped with the vaccine and they just didn't release it because it wasn't like applicable but they didn't is that what you call vaccines a strain of a vaccine a strain of a virus so uh, like this, oh that wasn't so, COVID-19 yeah but, and they had yeah. figured out that oh gotcha anyways I'm a nerd like that and like studies but not all studies are true like you said or they're actually really damaging <laughs> so and so then it goes back to like, well, how do you know what is right and what isn't right? And nobody's listening to this, so I don't know why I even care, but I just want to say it out loud. And no, like, and nobody really cares what most people think. Like, I don't know, like, if people are going to Joe Rogan to get advice on how to live the world, live their life, and how to experience the world, they're making a grave mistake. <laughs> you shouldn't be like taking how... one person's opinion and then making it your own for everything because nobody is right. There's not a single person who knows. And there's so many, once again, there's so many situations where both people might be correct. Like if you have to go to like a jury to legislate something to know if it is true or not, and like it comes back split seven, five, even that isn't 100%. Like I'm thinking of it was just like arguments you might get in with friends or offense that you might give to a friend or offense that might be given to you. And you have a conversation about it. Like, the way that you take it could be 100% different from the way that they took it. And there's a bunch of hidden variables that nobody knows that's going on in someone's life. So if somebody snaps at a person kind of out of nowhere, you're like, whoa, why are you snapping at me? That's really uncool of you. But like, you don't know like, oh, this person, their mom just died and they got in a car accident and they had all of these other things going on in their life that led to that moment. There's no way of knowing that unless you get to really, really know a person. And then sometimes people keep things inside and don't say things out loud. And then there are some people who just don't have time to get to know every single person. We were kind of talking about this with Eric, where I don't believe that empathy is a realistic goal. Like if I'm playing black and white with empathy, no one can be 100% empathetic. I think you can be empathetic to varying degrees, but you can never achieve pure 100%. It's like that... Um, show that we're watching even then you don't can't fully empathize made for love so they put a 
a chip into her brain, which allows the husband to see and know everything that's going on with her biologically, everything that she's doing, everything that she's experiencing. But he still is unable. I mean, granted, this is fiction. This isn't like a real thing. He's still unable to understand why she feels the way that she does. He knows that she's feeling and that she is in a certain point in her life, but he can't 100% pinpoint every single problem and how to fix it. Anyways, so all of that, that long ramble to say nobody can be perfectly empathetic and it makes it really difficult for having like social interactions with people. I don't think that you have to be perfectly empathetic though. Like you don't have to 100% understand what they're going through. I think that like empathy is just helpful when it comes to like understanding and feeling similarly like to how that person is feeling. Like for example... If you've lost a parent and then your friend loses a parent, you guys can both empathize in the same way, whereas I can't because I haven't lost a parent yet. So if you've experienced something similar, I think you can empathize better than those that haven't experienced it. Yeah, it's I, not, it's not I, all I, about being 100%. It's not all about being perfect. I think empathy is just a range and it's good to empathize in some way. And if you don't, then it, you're... Uh, but why is it good? Like what, who does it help? Does it really help? Like, I guess it's, that's on an individual case by case basis. I think it, I don't know. Yeah, Cause right. I feel like you can empathize with someone and they may not even realize like one, you might not realize you're empathizing with them. And two, they may not even receive the empathy because they're so busy thinking about something else. They don't even recognize that you're doing something kind for them and vice versa. I think that I'm able to connect with people that have gone through similar experiences with me. Like if I'm going through a hard time and I'm like telling them about it, like, oh yeah, I've gone through that too. And then I feel better because I don't feel alone. And then I can talk to that person freely and they understand what I'm going through as opposed to like somebody that doesn't understand. And they just So like, they're empathizing more with you than you are with them? Or vice versa. I guess like, we, I guess it, 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 once again, it doesn't people can both be empathizing with one another. It, does, yeah. it doesn't have to be like, oh, oh, only I can be the empathizer right now and you have to take everything yeah. from me. So I think it makes me feel better. I don't know how other people feel about it, though. Like, Depends I'm, on who it comes from, too. Yeah. Because there's some people that you probably don't want to or empathize for you. Or I wouldn't tell them, you. though. Like, I just wouldn't tell them then, like, if I was going through something. Or what I guess... What if it was, like, a very public... Like, for, so, for example, if, like the example of the mother dying and someone knows that your mom just died yeah and they're just like all right here i'm gonna go try to be nice you're like i don't want you to do it even though they're really trying to do their darndest in like a kind way not in like a selfish way but if you don't want to receive it from us it's like any message yeah. any message if you want to hear it from somebody you'll accept it if you don't want to hear it from them you'll push it away i guess it's like the thought that counts though so i'm sure like i'd probably be annoyed if somebody approached me and they're like telling me the story i'm like i don't really care right now but like it's really nice that you're reaching out to me that's interesting the thought that counts like do you think uh that even the thought that counts is a relative thing too because like how do you know if you've done something that is is thoughtful sorry let me let me think about this a little more it's the thought that like who it's like morality in general like who's to decide like oh you did a nice thing i think of like all the nice things that i think i've done in my life and i question regularly like i wonder if somebody realized i was doing a nice thing there or have they never thought about it again yeah, like kind of, I don't think they care if we tell the story, but like our neighbors, like the neighbor mowed the neighbor's lawn and we're like, was it because they thought your grass was too long? Oh, yeah. Or were they just trying to be nice? 
And so there's like two sides of that story where you're like, wait a second. Like, was it just a nice act or were they like kind of being a picky neighbor? To add more to the story, though, the one neighbor said, oh, it looks like your grass is getting a little bit long. Yeah. But but here's what's funny about that. We weren't there for the story. So I have no idea how the story actually went. Yeah. But it's just interesting, though, that like you don't know if it's like. An act nice of kindness thing, yeah. or an act of annoyance. Like, hey, can you take care of this? Or, hey, you know what? I got this for you. You don't know anybody. You don't know people's hearts and what their intentions are behind anything. Yeah. It sucks. But it was nice of them. <laughs> well, yeah. And that's what the neighbor says. Like, I don't care. He, yeah. he mowed my lawn. Sounds great. Yeah. I don't, like, whatever the reason it may be. Like, so that's like the, the ends justify the means. I don't care how we got here. All I know is my lawn has been mowed and I don't have to do anything about it. Sounds great. Yeah. And then, so his, then on the wife's side, what it would be is, <laughs> I do want to know if it was kind or not because I'd rather, I would rather it have been not done nice and get the nice grass or if you think my grass is too long, just don't, too long, just don't mow it. Yeah. It's weird how everyone, I, that's also not like, groundbreaking that's a very common that's those are like the two most common type of ethics that you deal with at least when i took philosophy 101 deontological and something else and i don't know what the other one's called showing my stupidity right now it's been so long i don't remember that class either (laughs) i enjoyed it because it really is true it's something that we talk about all the time like it's so hard because I can't do it without talking about like super serious subjects and I don't want it to come across like I'm anti those super serious things or belittling the super serious subjects that happen but oh you know like a good example of of it is right now because like you're kind of protected like what Caitlyn Jenner is talking about so Caitlyn Jenner is running for governor of California for the recall election and she recently said I don't think that trans women should be allowed to participate in sports with other women because like it's unfair sports. Yeah, because it, any type of sport because it's unfair um little league high school college all the way to professional and so there are some people who are just like f you that's the ira it's the it's like a conundrum because caitlin jenner is obviously a trans woman saying that trans women shouldn't be allowed to participate in sports so you have the people who are like, wait, no, that's not okay. You can't say that. And then the other, it's like, well, isn't she talking about herself and people like her? So doesn't she have more authority over that than you, cisgender person who doesn't have anything going on? Like Caitlyn Jenner's opinion trumps yours, I think. I don't really know. And ultimately it doesn't matter. It's just what is right. There is no clear definition of like what is right when it comes to morality. Well, in your opinion's your opinion, so you think it's right, and then Caitlyn Jenner thinks he's, she's right. Yeah. Sorry. And I talk about murder all the time in like how um, the thou shalt not kill. Like we even have varying degrees of what we'll accept there and what we won't. And depending on the person, do you think any serial killer cares that they killed? I'm sure there are some that apologize so that they don't get uh, the death penalty or have to go to prison for life, which they're going to go to prison for life either way. But do you think they care? Like the freaking Mormon uh, murder among the Mormons, dude, who's just like, yep, I don't feel bad about it at all. Don't feel, I don't feel like he doesn't feel like he did anything wrong killing people. That was crazy. And I'm not saying that he is right. I'm just saying everyone has their own opinion. Like, because there are people who are going to be like, you know what? Like there are things that are just black and white. Like you can't do it. Like not to, yes, to you and me, like the group of people. And this all goes back to like social contracts. We all agreed to have a government. 
we all agree to pay taxes, most of us. When I say we all, like most of us agree to pay taxes. Most of us agree to do these things and to and be part of society. So you sacrifice maybe your inclination to murder so that you can be part of a functioning society. And that's just... Which most people do not have that. <laughs> yeah, like so if you choose to operate outside of society, and who puts society... I know these are not original thoughts, but it's just stuff that I've been thinking about a lot. And who decided that government's should be allowed to govern every single person that's within their boundaries. Like who decided on borders, who decided on all of these different things that we've just all come to accept because they've been there this entire time. It's also similar to that show that we were watching. Winter Soldier, Falcon and Winter Soldier, like that entire plot is people trying to unify the world and to like eliminate borders and to take care of everyone anywhere, wherever they ended up because of the, the blip as they call it when Thanos killed half the population, then the half the population came back after that. Anyways, it's just, it's so much more complicated. And then, and then I get to a point where I go, what's easier is just not to care and try to enjoy and get the most pleasure out of life as possible, which I know that's like the eat, drink and be merry type attitude for tomorrow we die. But you gotta, you gotta, you gotta do what's right for you because, and, and honestly, if like doing nice things for other people or like doing service really does make you feel great and not like whiny at all, that's, I'm all for it. I've just found that that doesn't make me happy. I find the act of it is more to receive esteem from other people. Like, look at Alex doing that nice thing. I don't do it like. There are times where I'm just like, oh, I really care about this person. I want to do this thing for them. But most times it's just like, maybe if I do this, they'll like me more. Or maybe if I do this, they'll be there to support me if something similar like this happens to me in the future. Like there's that part. But I think that's because you have like a different love language or like, I know that sounds weird when it comes to friends, but like you show your friendship in a different way. So you show your friendship by spending time with people, activities, like having people over to eat not giving gifts or giving like I mean I used to give gifts though yeah but I'm saying like I think that's where you change where you're like that like giving gifts is nice but it doesn't bring me as much joy and spending time with people and spending time with people and that's how you show your friendship I mean I think it's good to figure out what brings you joy though so you don't waste your time doing but it's also like that thing where you're like well, I do want to show that person I do care about them. So I need to make sure that I show them that in that specific love language that they receive. Which is hard because you need to figure that out for all your friends. and Because I, I have no idea what anyone's is. That like, I know. I mean, unless I, like you, it's, I honestly don't know what your love is. You like being cuddled. And t- spending time together. Yeah, I think, time. I think that's like, when I struggle the most. That's why I like, don't get you gifts that much. Really? <laughs> I, don't, well, I think it might be like partially like it's, we live in a time where we can access and get anything whenever we want. Like the things that we want, we can get them. It's mm-hmm. not, it's not, and it's not like the things that we want are like hundreds of dollars. Usually the things that we want are relatively But I don't buy myself things that I want typically. Like it's just things that we need. <laughs> For, like the house or I don't know. Like, what do we, like those rocking chairs? We didn't need those rocking chairs. But I know that you wanted those. So I got them because I knew that you wanted them. Oh, don't try to blame me for this. (laughs) I'm not blaming I did want rocking chairs, though. But, like, 
for my birthday this year, you we went out to lunch, and that was really to Sol Agave. Yeah, that was like what I think I needed, especially for being like cooped up for like a year. I'm like that was we hadn't gone out in a long time, and so like you surprised me to lunch, and that was really fun. And I'm like, oh, that was like perfect birthday. Even though my birthday sucks because it's in January, so. So you like when I get you food, so that's like yeah, a present. Food. Or I guess like just doing something together, like an activity together. I don't really. Right, I don't really. I guess I get like bee jewelry. I get you things that, like, I'm trying to think of like vanity type things. If that makes sense, that I've gotten you. Because, like, I got, I've gotten you sheets before, but that's just, like, that supports me and it supports you. And I know that you like them. I think we get, like, sense? gifts that are really practical. Like, we need them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's stuff that I know that you're going to use as opposed to, once again, like, I can only think of, I know it's jewelry, but, like, jewelry really doesn't have a use besides showing off. And I, and I wear those often. Yeah. I really like those. Thank you. Um, when we were dating, you got me clothes. That's and weird. heels. Okay, heels. That's weird. Which you have not gotten me clothes since, so. Yeah, I know that's weird. It's weird to even. That's so long ago. At this yeah. point. Eight years ago. When we're, that's when we were dating. Guess it'll be Almost nine, nine in yeah. August. So eight and a half years ago. No. It's crazy. But anyways, what's why your <laughs> why like? Why would I buy you heels? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's They're so cute. weird. I think it's because I just like, I think you really like these because you always wear heels. So I'm just going to get you more of those. It's because you, as you get to know a person more and more, you know what they are going to like the most. Because all I could see is that was the superficial at the start. I'm like, well, I know you like these kinds of things. And then over time, you just go, oh, I know. I'll just get you, I'll just get you some Charmin toilet paper. I think that will make you really, really happy <laughs> over, over a Costco Kirkland brand. But it's interesting though, like you also have like different, you receive it differently and you give it differently, but like, but you also friends, want it different and similar from people too. Like, it's not like, I think there are some friends that are just like, I would like you to get me gifts more. I don't know how to tell you that, but I know you have a shit ton of money. Just buy me tons of stuff. And then I have other friends where I'm just like, let's just spend time with each other. Like bring, bring some beers. If we're going to be barbecuing, bring like just like a small amount or whatever. Like that's like each person is varying degrees of like, and I don't want gifts from people, but I do like when quid pro quo is met where it's like, all right, I will give you, it's so weird. It's just like a, it's not like an equal to thing. It's not like, oh, I spent $50 on meat. You better bring $50 worth of booze. It's like, I spent $50 on meat. Just bring exactly, it goes back to the freaking cheese. It always goes back to the cheese thing. We're just just like, a good quality just, something. Or well, like, it doesn't even have to be, it's like, if I just ask for something specific, just get whatever that specific thing is. If I ask for non-specific, get whatever the hell you want. Because like usually that how how it is with alcohol. I'm just like, oh, like what should we bring? I'm like, just bring whatever beer you want to drink because we don't have any for you to drink. And they'll bring whatever the hell they bring. And they're like, okay, cool. You bro- you you did it. And then there's some times where I'll be like, oh, bring – this has never happened. But like bring – I would never have people bring that. Bring some bread. I can't think – bring a side. Okay, please bring a side. Don't bring beer. You know what I mean? Like, but bring whatever side or you like, want. But beer is always fine because we like if they. Well, no. What I mean it, by that is yeah. don't bring a side or don't bring beer, beer instead a of side. a side. Yeah. yeah. But at the end of the day, too, I know what people are like. This is so petty. I'm like, no, no, I know it is. We all have our petty things, right? 
and that's like oh that, that's really the reason that i'm doing this like and that's okay like i don't i think i'm becoming more less and less judgmental as time goes on and i know that there are going to be people who listen to this and like no you've become more and more judgmental I'm like no it's judgment of 30 years that i or not judgment of 30 years like judgment of 10 years that i owe to put on you that i never put on you and th- these are the real reasons I shouldn't have liked you, not these other stupid, superficial reasons. But, like, people can do whatever they want. But, like, it's 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 like the First Amendment and how people misinterpret that all the time. You can say whatever you want, but you have to deal with the consequences of it. So you can do whatever you want and treat people however you want, but there are there are going to be consequences to it. And just because you don't see something the way that somebody does. So, for example, if you... Thinking of an example right now, like I told some, I told people that I didn't want to come over because they had invited people that I don't really like. Like, I have to deal with the repercussions of whatever happens for me being honest about that. I know, like Alex, just lie like everyone else. Just say that you you can't make it because you're sick. Just say you can't make it because you got COVID. Just say you can't make it because you already have plans, even though you don't have plans. Like, I. Isn't that what the problem is, though? Like, the problem is we're constantly scared of, like, these interactions with people and how they're going to judge us because there are consequences. If they tell those people that I didn't want to spend time with, yeah, Alex didn't want to come over because of somebody who's here. I didn't, like, specify the people, but, like, because of people who are here, I have to deal with that. It's, But I, I guess it's better that they know than don't know. But is it? Like, I'm not... It depends on what what you value and what's important to you. And because I know that the people who will listen to this will be like, well, I value just not letting things like that interfere with my life. So I'm going to be as not honest with this person as possible. I hate using honest because honest has such a positive connotation. And then not being honest is like so negative. Like I would just rather my life be easy and like not have any drama. So I'll just get pissed off about it and then move on. And then I go, and then I tell those types of people, I'm like, that's cool, that's cool. All right, you can do that. But my reaction anytime that you complain about that person ever is going to be, just tell them. Just let them know about this specific thing that you've said a hundred times. Yeah, but for some reason. Stop bitching to me about it. For some reason, people don't like that kind of honesty. Like, they just like to avoid issues. So they're just going to pretend like they like them or they're not going to say anything to their face. Like, I mean... I don't know. Is that like most of society though? Yeah, I I do. And then the people who aren't good at it, at just like playing the game, because that's all it is. Like, how do you want to? How do you want to win? Um, it's it's really just politics. It's exactly what it is. Everything is politics, and people are just trying to do whatever is going to most of the time be the most beneficial for them. Whatever is going to. There are very few people who are like I can think of a single person that I'm like. You are almost too kind to your detriment. And everyone else, I think, has... And, and I, Here's what's weird, though. How do I know? How do I know she's not doing it? Shailen Vanasek, you're the most... That's who I'm talking about. She's the most kind and generous person that I've ever met in my life. And I don't know if like she's doing it out of... I mean, I think she, I'm very confident she is, but I don't actually know that she's doing it out of real charity and love. I really believe that. But what if she's just been tricking us this entire time? And she's just like, this, I love all of the things that this provides me. Like, because I think she just does it and get nothing in return. But what if she's just getting tons of people doing nice, kind things for her? I don't think that's the case, but she's the, I, I honestly believe she's the only person who's like 
true unconditional nice. yeah. true unconditional love at least for people not in her family i i don't because i i also don't want to do that thing where somebody nobody from her family is going to listen to this but it's like no she's not perfect she's not perfect that's not what i'm saying i'm just saying she's extremely charitable in my eyes but i, I think most of her kids agree with that if not all of them and i like that idea of just being charitable nice to everybody but then it gets rough and hard when like people don't reciprocate or like you're just getting used and abused kind of thing like where but i think sometimes people don't even realize that they're using and abusing you it's just like oh you're doing this nice thing for me great i'm just gonna keep thanks thank you thank you i keep doing it thank you i didn't and if that person didn't know that they wanted you or if that person didn't know that you wanted them to reciprocate to them how is that on them like that's something I'd be in like much more forgiving of is like the super judgment I have just like I've done all of these things for you. It's just like they probably had no idea the ex- expectations or the and maybe people are just like you're way overthinking this Alex. Like, yeah, well, welcome to my brain. <laughs> but maybe they didn't even know that I had all these strings attached to everything. And that's why I go back to maybe there is conditional love. I'm just so far not capable of it. <laughs> But I think to an extent, though, like, most people should be reciprocating, like, in some way. It doesn't have to be the same form, but, like... But that's what you... That's your yeah. own personal morality thinks that people should reciprocate it. And I think there's a lot of people that have that in their own personal morality. It's just per, morality is not universal to every single person. Yeah. We respect women in the West. I shouldn't even say that. We think that we respect women in the West and we think that people in other countries do not respect women like we do. Who's to say who's to say who's right or wrong in that? It's just whatever more than 50% of the population thinks is right or wrong. It's not a safe way to What if what if a majority is wrong about something at some point which happens regularly? Mm-hmm. Slavery like that wasn't seemed like a lot of people agreed on that because every single nation had slavery. So like, but at the same time, who am I to say that slavery is wrong? I, I like I I believe that it is. Just because that seems like it is the wrong thing, and when I'm talking about slavery, I'm talking about slavery like across the globe. It's not like the Chinese didn't have slaves. It's not like every single country never had slaves. Maybe there is was some purpose to it that was beneficial. Would I ever do it and engage in it? No. But apparently there's a lot of people who thought it was okay or else they wouldn't have been doing it. You just went to like the dark end. Well, and I think that they're once I want to make sure everyone's very clear. Like I think that they were wrong in doing it, but would I want to be enslaved? Absolutely not. So that's why I think that it's wrong. But we all just agree later on, like, no, it's, it is wrong. Like, and, and I don't even think everyone in the world right now would agree that, like, there's sex trafficking that still goes on. Like, there still is, like, forms of slavery going on right now. And if you really care about stopping slavery, when are you going to quit your job, start, stop? I, I know that I do this often. If you really care about slavery not being a thing anymore, quit your job and go help fight its end. Oh, that's right. It's because you don't care about it. Most people don't that, because most people are just trying to get by. I mean, I think they care about it. They just can't like commit their whole life to I it. Agree. Yeah. Like, or there's just so many things that you have to care about in your own life that you don't have time to like 
do stuff for all these other things that you care about. Yeah. I was in small town America yesterday. So I'm like very pro small town America right now. Because I guarantee all the people who I interacted with yesterday likely voted for Donald Trump in both elections. Honestly, they likely didn't vote if I was <laughs> if I was like being completely honest. But if they were going to vo- vote, they would support Donald Trump. And you want to know what? They were amazing for the situation that I found myself in. And maybe it's like, well, you're lucky that you're white or like whatever thing. But all I know is they took care of me when I was like, I have no idea. When big corporations progressive insurance when big corporations were not very helpful for me so two two points to gryffindor two points to small town america (laughs) and i I just had like and these people who i've been like talking crap about over the last couple of years like these are the types of people who I, i like i do like my make fun of accent when i talk like this like those were the people who really came in the clutch yesterday (laughs) and so well, and I think that, like, the way that you're talking about it, though, it makes it sound like we're super, super divided. Like, we interact with these kind of people all the time. And they're probably all, like... These type of people. The people, the type of people that I hung out with yesterday, we do not interact with regularly. Well, like, people from, like, Republican side or Democratic oh, okay. side. Do you Fair. know what I mean? Like, we interact with these people all the time, like, either at work or going to the grocery store. So, it's like, we're always nice to these people. It's when they start to, like push their opinion onto us that's when we like kind of get defensive because we're like no like we didn't want to talk about politics right now but i don't know like people are genuinely nice and it doesn't Most really people, matter yeah. what side they're on <laughs> i don't know just interesting just whatever though. whatever is going to provide you the most joy in life i just feel like that's what you have to do so if that means being nice to people so that they will want to hang out with you or be nice to people. So they'll want to do whatever with you. Cause that gives you joy, whatever their jokes, you got to do whatever, whatever those things are. Well, I think that like in general, I try to avoid conflict. <laughs> it's just like, it's I just easier to be do. nice. It's just easier to be nice to people. Like there are some people at work that I'm like, yeah, I'm like, we're not best friends, but I'll be nice to you anytime we talk. Like, or I don't really, I don't know. Yeah. I don't really get along with you in certain settings but i'll be nice to you at work i think that's what my misguided i I have like a song lyric about it but that's like what my misguided view of the world is where i'm just like everybody's in it together and we're all gonna be best friends well i feel like that's how it was in your last podcast that we did together like a year ago like you're like you should be nice to everybody you should like try with everyone and and i was saying and i was saying like no like i'm not gonna try with certain people because i know that they don't want to be friends with me like i'll be nice to them but i'm not gonna like try like push my relationship like hey we need to be best friends or so it's interesting that you're like the complete opposite now where you're like i'm not gonna waste my time with people that i don't get along with i'm not gonna waste my time with people i don't like so i'll just tell people yeah i'm not gonna go to this party because that person's or like i don't get along with everyone in that group yeah so you've just done a 180 yeah i think it's better like that's what's funny is like i don't know i think i'm happier (laughs) i mean i think it's just yeah you need to do whatever's best for you as long as it's not like i don't know i wanted to be like i wanted to be all inclusive but nobody wants to do that i don't know why like i'm i shouldn't be blaming other people i just realized that's not what it's not what people want People don't want everyone included. They want some people to be excluded from groups. I mean, that's just that's just humans one on one creating our in groups and out groups. Yeah. 
but that's it's easier that way. It's like, okay, cool, you we're not gonna hang out with this person because of these reasons or these reasons or these reasons. Like I remember I'm trying to think of how I can do this without making it very obvious who I'm talking about. It was essentially like it's a very yeah. Just one of my friends told me, "Don't invite these types of people," because I would when anytime I'd go home, I would always invite all of our friends, all of our friends, no matter what, like how short of a time they've been friends, how long of a time they've been friends. Like okay, you everyone gets to come, everyone gets to come to to the dinner, and then there would be like complaints like, "Oh, that place is too expensive." Oh, like, well, we have, we have this thing going on in our life, so we're not going to be able to, like, to go to that place. I'm like, all right, I'm done doing I'm not going to plan these things. When it's just like the more people you add, the more problems there's going to be. And then when I talk to this friend, they're like, well, just invite the people that you know aren't going to complain. And the, that's this person, this person, this person, this person, this person, right? I'm like, yep. And so I invited that group of people. Guess guess what problems there were? None. There were no problems. No problems at all. Well, no I'm one sure complained about a, been... a place being too expensive. Just like, all right, let's all show up. And then we all dipped. There could have been problems, though, the people that you excluded. So, like, you didn't invite them again the next year, right? And then if I'm they sure... find out, If they find yeah, out about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So then, like, there's issues either way. If you invite yeah. everyone, there are people going to complain. But the good news is they'll complain few... to themselves and, yeah. like, in private well, like, back, because people yeah. are wusses. So you get to have the good enjoyment, though. Like, just or, like cool. Well, you had the fun thing, and then you hear the you hear through the grapevine, and you have to go. All right, sounds good. But like, okay, Sorry you feel that way. in that situation where you invite all these friends and people are complaining, like, oh, it's too expensive, or I don't want to hang out with that person. Like, wouldn't you have just? It would have been better if they said, "Oh, we can't make it. Thanks for the invite, anyways." Right. I think what I would prefer them do is just be honest. Like the reason they don't want to go isn't because it's too expensive. The reason they don't want to go is because of other people in the group that they don't want to spend time with. Like, I, I know the reason that they don't. So, like, oh, you know, if, if I am going to spend time with you, I would like to spend time with you on a less expensive meal. Because I know that these people go to expensive meals. They just go to expensive meals with other friends that they enjoy being around. Yeah, I guess that like does make it better though. So the next time that you do want to hang out with them, you're like, okay, we'll go to Carl's Jr. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Just kidding. No, um, the answer is the the next time there's not going to be a next time. Like that's what the answer yeah. is. She's like, we're good. But I guess we like, figured we figured it out. It took us took us for, and I think this comes across like super random. Like we still we're gonna invite tons and tons of people over, but we're going to be very selective in like the types of people. Like, do you bring joy? Yeah. Are That's you all like I really a, care about. Or like, That's are you a really positive influence Which in our life? Which makes us sound so pretentious, though. <laughs> but no, I but think like, when you put it that way, that makes it easier. But like, like I think that I understand. I get that, though, because you don't want to invite people over that are like complaining the entire time or like super negative and making you feel bad, even though they're like not doing it towards you i think it's really hard to hang out with people that are super negative in general like there's a difference between like, but there's like a difference between like venting about something getting it off your chest but like if you bring up the same negative stories every, every single, single time. time that's when it gets really tiring or it's like you're complaining about people that i care about or that i like it's just like do i tell you please stop talking about that person because i actually like them like i don't know and it really is just like the over like the repetitiousness of it well and i and i've been able to do that with some people like the repetition um, repetitiousness my, like a sister like we were talking like about negative things 
And I finally had to say, like, I need to stop talking about this. Like, I know it's something that you want to talk about, but I can't because it's just making me feel so negative. Like, and it wasn't like a bad thing. It was just like, oh, this, ha- this, remember this bad story that happened? Yeah, remember that and murder? It, <laughs> well, kidding. like, it was, it was even that bad, but I'm like, I really can't. Like, it's something that's in the past. I just need to leave it there. I'm the kind of person that likes to just move on. Like, yeah, it was a really bad situation, but we don't need to bring it up every time we hang out. And she was fine with it. She was like, okay, yeah, like, we don't have to talk about it anymore. So, and I'm like glad that I can like tell people that, but some people you can't tell that to because then they'll get offended. Depends on the type of relationship we have with them. Yeah. Because so, I don't know if people get offended as much as like caught off guard or feel like it is a prejudice you have against them or not a prejudice, just a judgment. Because like they might be like, oh, they think I'm bad for talking about this now. I'm like, no, I just like wanted it to stop. Like, I don't think you're bad. You're bad if you continue to do it and do it over and over and over again. But if you just do it this one time, I get like, that's that's one thing I want to be fair to people too. I understand that people like have like off days. So I'm not talking about like, oh, you had one bad off day. I never want to talk to you. Yeah. And it's I just mean, like you have shown a history of this type of, yeah. this type of behavior. Yeah. Well, and like. And you've done a good job hiding it. I, that it took me this long to notice. Or if you do say something and they don't take like, hey, like can we talk about something else? And they don't, then that's also a person. I'm like, okay, you don't like. Pass. Yeah. But I think that for the most part, we've, it's been good to like have people over and it's been great having people over and figuring out who and what, what personalities you get along with and who you want to invite over again. But for the most part, like everyone that we hang out with are get along really great, especially like different groups is always hard, but it's been fun. We're great. We're great friend matchmakers. Great. And I guess like I would also say this, like if any of my friends think that I'm being too negative or if any of my friends think that I'm like shut talking, her down, talking crap about somebody and they don't want me to like call me out too. like I don't want to be a negative influence on you guys either. So but. breaking nose. Breaking news. Breaking news. Call Katie out. Put her on blast for all of her shenaniganry. And that's why we <laughs> have I, you here today, Katie. We want you to stop being so negative. But I think that I like try to mirror whatever conversation that they're having too. Like, oh, if you want to complain about work, let's, yeah, let's, yeah, complain let's about do that. Work. You know, like if we want to talk positive, let's do that. But but if you also aren't in the mood for that, just tell me. Like, <laughs> Man, and then when you add more and more group, it really is just the more people that you have, the more difficult things are because... There are, like, I'll always remember that one time that Elliot, like, like, hey, I was in the bathroom. He didn't even, like, say it while I was there. He was like, hey, we should stop talking about work because I bet you Alex finds this extremely boring. Yeah, that was was so nice. Yeah. So, like, I love him. I liked him so, so much. Such a good person. He's still alive. He just moved. (laughs) He's passed on to another state. But he, uh, oh, the state is called Texas. So no one thinks, like, death, like the state of death. Oh, no, it's like stuff like that. Like, cause you're right. It is just a time thing. Cause it's like, oh, I get it. 15 minutes. Cool. 15 minutes of, of shop talk. And like, you get it out of the way, but like when it just drones on and goes mm. on and goes on, you're like, okay, maybe you need to figure out a way to solve this problem. If it's causing this much stress in your life that you want to talk with a complete stranger for an hour, like about it here. And you uh, complain, not a complete stranger. We knew each other. Man. Or it's like, if you're around work people, everyone's talking about work stuff like that. It's different, but if 
you were the only person that was not working there, which Alex was not the one that like didn't work there. All of us did. And that was like, I felt bad. Yeah. yeah. But he also did and told people to stop in a very nice way in a but, British accent. <laughs> but yeah, it is very nice to just knowing how, uh, how many mistakes I made and like we'll continue to make in life. I'm not like going to become perfect at some point, but just, the amount of time wasted worrying about how to handle a certain situation when like the very simple answer is just like, don't worry about it. Just don't worry about it and move away from things you don't like and move closer to things that you do. And it's really easy. Yeah. I think it does bring more joy and happiness into our life yeah. instead of having to worry about those things and people and man so funny i feel like anytime that we talk we always come across like we're way better than everybody but i don't think that at all like i, I just think, think we're all i think we're all like pretty mediocre like i think well us. everyone's just trying to figure out life yeah. figure out how to like live their life and so i think this is how we've figured out how to like live our life and who Maybe knows what it'll not... be next month or next you know? year or next year like i have a feeling this will change as situations in my life change yeah. i don't know i have no idea what what tomorrow brings that's what I like. And this is one thing that I really like about the, I don't often listen to the podcast, but like when I want to be reflective, I'll like just pick a couple from first year, a couple from second year, a couple from, I guess this is the third year. Oh my God, it's the fourth year and the third year. And then from the fourth year, well, really just through the first three years and I'll listen to him like, wow, I don't even agree with that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all, it's also great because I go, oh, I'm such a better person than I was. I'm so happy that I don't listen to it. I go, oh, I wish I was that guy again. I wish I was that that person. I always am more happy with who I am currently than who I was before. Well, that's great. And I don't. And what's another thing too is like I'm not really embarrassed about it. Like I bet you there are people who would listen to like old podcasts and be like super judgmental of opinions that I've had. I'm just like, yeah. Yeah, I was wrong. Like it's it sucks that we can't change opinion. Like I always felt bad for politicians when they'd be like, "25 years ago, you voted against this thing." I was like, "Geez, that was 25 years ago. That is a long time in politician years." So maybe we ease up on the opinion that they had back in 1996. <laughs> like let's be a let's be a little bit. The world's changed quite a bit, and I know that. And, that's why I try to be as fair to politicians as possible. Like I know how much I've changed in just like a short period of time. And I want to be generous to all people too. Like I know that people can change. Hard part is I think I'll get better as, as I get older. I just, for whatever reason, expect more of people who are older than me. And I need to stop doing that because they're just people too. They're not like any, no one is better just because of the number of years that they've lived. And no one is better for the number of dollars that they have. And no one is better for where, the gender that they are no one's or the education better. that they yeah. have no one like, is better because of any of those things than another person because I, there's no way of judging there's no way of like judging a person like oh you're a nine out of ten good person although i just was like elliot's such a great guy he's a great guy to me he could be a absolute dick to everybody else i have no idea he's not it's like it's almost <laughs> like it's almost like shaylin vanasigan and it's just like i can only judge people on the relationships that i've experienced with them and I'm really trying to care less about good or bad things in relationships that other people have with those people. If I have a bad experience with somebody regularly, I don't want them in my life. And if other people have good experiences with them, 
I want them to have as many experiences with each other as they can as possible. Because why would I want to waste their have them waste their time with me when they could be having such a better time with other people? That's what I think that like going back awesome. Going back to what you're saying about like changing and you're glad that you've changed over the years. I think that that's like a good sign that you're living life correctly because you do want to get better. You do want to change for the better. And so you're able to see those changes over the years. And as long as you continue to like be a better person than you were last year or five years ago, like that's great. You're living your best life in that case. And the realization that better to me might not be better to somebody else. I could be worse to certain people than I was. But to me, I do feel like I get better. And well, I, like, I like who I am better. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, and you're making... That's really all that it is. That's my barometer for if I'm a better person or not. Like, the, happy. the less depressed I get, the less ang- the less anxiety I feel in a given, like, a period of time. That's kind of how I go about it. So it's, a, it's such a weird realization, though. Like, I, I think about this with other people. Like, man, someone's going to be listening to this and it's going to be like, whoa, Alex doesn't spend time with me and he's now happier not spending time with me. Well, just do the inverse. There are people who are probably happier not spending time with me, which is like hard to, like as a person, like it hurts a little bit even to think it, but that's good. Like, why should I be sad that their happiness comes from not being around me? If they're happy, just let them be happy. Or it's like, it might not even be attributed to this. Like, if it's someone that, yeah, like, yeah, I might but if have it's just, way like, little somebody in, yeah. that's like, oh, we just haven't hung out in a few years, like. I may have far less impact on a person than I'm giving myself credit, but I'm just playing an example. If it were the case that they were happy or not having me be around them, I'm okay with that. Totally agree. There are times where it's just, we haven't talked in a long time. And here we are again. Or you guys moved farther away, and so we just haven't seen each other as often. Yeah. Proximity is... Proximity is king. Just even in what's crazy is even in this world, proximity is king, yeah. where we can talk and communicate with anyone throughout the world. More often than not, the strongest relationships are the ones when you're relatively close to one another. Which, once again, makes sense. Makes sense from how humans are. Unless you to... like talk to them regularly, like my sister, <laughs> I talk to her like yeah. once a week on the phone or text every few days. Yeah. But yeah, it is hard to keep those relationships afloat when you live really far. So it's just but, but weird. The, the weird thing is like, and I do my best with those relationships that I value that are far away. So when we were close in proximity to one another, our relationship was so good that even though proximity is now a problem, I'm willing to put effort into maintaining that relationship. Mm-hmm. And then there are people who are like, oh, I am super close to you right now and then they move away and i'm like yep the proximity now is not worth maintaining this relationship or it doesn't really need to be maintained because when you do get together it's like nothing ever happened like you guys weren't separated for long i don't know like i yeah there's other people like i don't talk to regularly but anytime we do hang out it's like time didn't pass and we're like can just pick up where we left off but relationships are hard to maintain (laughs) they're super complicated and like you have to have so many of them. You have to worry about your work relationships, your actual friend relationships, your home relationships, your familial relationships, all the relationships. There's so many of them. Yeah, and especially it's just when you like, have like I'm more just siblings. To, just trying to live my life, man. Yeah, and when your family gets bigger and bigger, it's harder and harder. Yeah. Yeah. You just make choices on what 
once again, it's just what people value and they'll that's where they will put their time. Well, and the thing is, like, I honestly don't think it's an issue that you're, like, super close to everyone in your family or you're super close to, like, I don't know, all your friends. I don't know in a way to say this, like, in, like, not a bad way, but um, there are some people I don't talk to every week or every month even, but, like, it's okay because I know that we're just different. And we don't have the same personality. We don't click as much, but I still love them. We still hang out and like everything's fine. It's not like there's an issue in our relationship because I don't talk to them every week. Um, because everyone's different. It's just you can't have everyone super, super close because not everyone's personality is like meant to fish to fit together. And so. Just got to do your best. Yeah. Forget the rest. Do your best. Forget the rest. And the next time that we have something that we want to talk about. We hope you give it a listen. Please don't take us too seriously. We hope you stay for a while. Give us one more chance to change your Kill it.